lately I've been feeling things change We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play, yeah Triple play fantasy. We are back in action. Coach James Lewis on the other end. Doc Mendelson. What up? Happy Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for this week around? What are you fantasy basketball thankful for? All right. I'm, I'm fantasy basketball thankful that I'm about to take the lead for you and Cats. Nice. Uh, I mean, I, I, come on. That's a softball question. You gave me that yeah, one. Sure. But uh, player wise, man, Herb Jones, Miles Turner. <laughs> Two of my guys that are helping me in the stocks category. Herb Jones is a is a drop candidate, if you ask me. No, no. He's thankful for uh, having more games on Sunday. We all thankful Wait, for that, right, Coach? And, coach, have you seen that three minute compilation of Herb Jones pick sixes from last year? No, I haven't. If but I'm going to send it to you when gonna... we're done. If you haven't seen this, whenever Herb Jones gets a steal, he doesn't pass a ball. He doesn't. Good. It's the only time he's going to get um, buckets anyway. That's honestly true. Especially with him shooting, what, 17% from the three-point? I don't know what it is, but it's it's atrocious. All right, we're here. I'm, hey, I'm thankful for AD. Hey, that guy has been playing this year, uh, Twenty, even though his team stinks, and 25 points, 12 rebounds, a couple blocks, a steal. He's, uh, he's doing it all for the atrocious Los Angeles Lakers. Games played. Um, these teams only have two. Stinks if you're uh, Hornets, Rockets, Raptors owner for this week. And that's just how it is. Sometimes it's about your team plays more games than the other team. It really comes a factor once playoff time comes around. But 12 teams have three games played, and half of the league has four games played. So you should have loaded lineups this week outside of um, Houston, Toronto, and Charlotte. Pickup candidates. Here we have it, Larry Nance of the Pelicans, Caleb Martin, Jalen Williams, J-Dub of OKC, John Consar over there for the Grizzlies, Alec Burks and stinking Detroit Pistons, Jericho Sims for the New York Knickerbockers, and Norman Powell for those Clippers. Number one pickup, Larry Nance Jr., small forward, powerful, eligible, again, for the Pelicans, and he's finishing games ahead of Jonas Valanciunas, because uh, of his defensive versatility, his ability to switch, and then just because he's an all-around good basketball player. Last week, averaging 14 points, seven boards, a couple dimes, shooting 74%, uh, a steal, a 1.7 blocks. Yes, this is a small sample size, but this shows that numbers are trending in the right direction. Against Boston, he had five stocks to go along with his 16 points and eight boards. And then against Memphis, he had 19 points, seven boards, two assists, two blocks. A little bit of everything when it comes to category leagues. How you feel on Larry Nance Jr., Doc? I mean, you know I've loved me some Larry Nance Jr. for a while. And the thing that's, like, really just held him back has been the availability. Like, he's always gotten an injury here and there. And he's been battling some illnesses. He does have Crohn's disease. He had a kind of weird illness last year where he dropped 10, 15 pounds. But, I mean, this is a guy that when he's been playing, you know, the last six years, he's averaging close to two stocks a game, which is what you really love in category leagues. And, I mean, just even from the field goal percentage-wise, he's shooting 68.4% from the field, 45.5% from three. 
I mean, he's an efficient player, small forward, power forward eligible. I mean, you just hope that he can stay healthy. He's a safe pick as long as he is healthy. He might be single digits in points some games, but he gets a little bit of um, notches in every single category, along with our second big pickup this week, and that's Caleb Martin. The shorthanded Miami Heat has been playing Caleb heavy minutes, uh, including 47 minutes against Washington yesterday, where he had 12 points, five boards, three dimes, two three-pointers made, and had three stocks. So he gives you defensive uh, categories. Uh, he's been hitting the three ball, which is something that I don't think will hold up too much. But in the last week, he's been giving you three per game. Butler right now is out and bam, missed some time uh, along with some other uh, candidates. He's so versatile. Um, so he can play with so many lineups and he plays every minutes. He's kind of taken on that defensive role that PJ Tucker had last year. So Caleb Martin May not be sustainable throughout a whole season, but he's definitely streamable multiple weeks. Last year, I had him like four or five different weeks uh, where I picked him up. I didn't feel bad about dropping him, but Caleb Martin is a solid NBA player and a solid 12-league Cats uh, production guy. Uh, moving on, Jalen Williams, the rookie from Oklahoma City. Uh, he's still kind of getting over that eye injury that put him out for the beginning of the year, um, but he's starting about half the time. And uh, Poku rolled his ankle. Um, he played more minutes. Uh, take a look at Jeremiah Robinson Earl because of that as well. We'll see how much time Poku will miss. But he's 20% rostered, and he gets dimes. So against Memphis and Washington, he had seven assists against Memphis, six against Washington. He can rebound. Um, he can hit the three. He can get some swipes. Uh, just all around really good basketball player. And like other rookies, he'll have his ups and downs and ebbs and flows. But right now, it could uh, pay off for um, taking a risk with this rookie. And one of the things you're not going to see in the box score, and, and Coach, we were watching the Wizards game, is he really like helps on the defensive end. You know, Poku is good, obviously, for stats, and, and he's you know a mismatch on offense. But him and Josh Giddy had like a minus 18 while they were on the floor. Mm. And so they got subbed out. And when they made their comeback and ultimately SGA hit the game winner, Jalen Williams was the one that was kind of helped sparking that offense and, and, you know, holding it down on defense. So once again, things that you're not going to necessarily see from a numbers perspective, but that might buy him some more playing time. And he was nearly a 50, 40, 90 player in college, but his playmaking stands out in his defense. And, and in the draft, you get Chet Holmgren and he sits out the whole year. You got this Jalen Williams kid to ride with uh, the rest of the way. And I think his last three games, 34, 28, 36 minutes, all season highs. So, and from Santa Clara, we move on to Purdue, Fort Wayne, Macedon's finest, John Conchar, starting in place of Desmond Bain. He's a rebound machine, 17% roster. In the last week, he averaged 12 points, nine boards, 56%. From the field, he'll hit some threes as well, 2.3 um, against OKC, 19 points, 10 boards, five three-pointers, and then against the Pels, nine points, eight boards, two assists, doesn't wow you too, too much, but I mean, 37 minutes in that game, he's been playing a lot of time. Uh, and we saw him produce at the beginning of the year when Dylan Brooks was out. So John Conchar shooting guard, smart forward eligible is good for streaming while Desmond Bain is out. I was going to say one of the things too, in the off season, the Grizzlies signed him to a three year, $19 million extension. And by no means is 6.3 million going to break the bank. 
but it is a little bit of a commitment. So it shows that they believe in him and that they see him as part of a rotation, at least for the foreseeable future. He's just a good overall basketball player that a lot of people do not know. Uh, Alec Burks of Detroit is somebody we want you to take a look at um, throughout the season, which is four games. He's coming in late here. Uh, he's averaging 15 points, two boards, two assists, two three-pointers against the Lakers. It is last game he had 23 points three boards three assists and hit five threes he's point guard shooting guard small forward eligible in yahoo and we love versatility as far as position is concerned he's definitely a points league guy you know i, I love yep. some Alec burks it's been on seven teams though i mean he's not giving you anything in the rebounds assists steals category he doesn't have a block this year coach i don't have a block in the nba and i don't play in the nba all right he's He's six six. How do you not have a block? That's crazy. And of note, uh, Killian Hayes has been playing a lot better recently. Detroit uh, with Cunningham out, he had a dud this week, but his last game he gave you fifteen points, and he's good for some swipes and um, definitely gets uh, assists and rebounds. So he's more of like a category guy. I'm glad that you pointed out Alec Burks is more of a points league player. Uh, Jericho Sims, I think he's a little bit more of a, a points league player, although. In the last week, he's giving you a steal and giving you 1.3 blocks. He is stealing the playing time that would have thought uh, Isaiah Hartenstein would have gotten with Mitchell Robinson out against Golden State. Um, 10 and 10, three blocks against Utah, 11 points, 13 boards, two assists, and a steal. And just one of the things, too, like watching him, and especially against the Jazz game, like he plays with such a high motor. And, yeah. and I think one of the things with Hartenstein is he's tall and he's kind of stiff. And I think especially with the way that the Knicks – it feels like they've been pushing the ball more than in years past. I mean, he's a guy that even if it's not showing up in the stat sheet, he's, you know, trying to tip balls in the air, um, you know, going for rebounds, doing all of that stuff, and that's going to get him more playing time. You know when Tips loves someone, he grinds him. <laughs> yeah, he's known to play his players, much like uh, Nick Nurse over there in Toronto, although he doesn't have any players to play right now. Uh, Norman Powell – for uh, the Clippers, has been shooting well as of late. Um, just yesterday against San Antonio, 26 points, hit five threes and two swipes. So he is good for some swipes, uh, some threes and points. He's not going to really give you any assists or, or rebounds, so to speak, but he's 38% roster. And you could have worse people on your team in a 12-team league. Also, Luke Kennard is out at least one week with a calf strain, so – and we don't know kind of what Kawhi's availability will be. I know he did return. So just kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah, we know Kawhi's going to be on minutes rest restriction or whenever he decides that he wants to check in the game, whether it's the end of the game and he's he's not playing back-to-backs. Paul George didn't finish the game either with a knee thing. So we'll, it's something to watch uh, to see if there's minutes for him to play. Speaking of watch, watch candidates uh, – Jalen Duran of Detroit, Isaiah Stewart out for two, three weeks. So we're hoping to see him increase in playing time, although Dwayne Casey is hell-bent on playing Marvin Bagley, who's not good at basketball. But we're hoping that Jalen Duran can get some bump. If he gets closer to like a 30 minutes per game, he's a must-hold because he's going to get you points, rebounds, and blocks. But right now he's still – Hindering at the low end of the 20 minutes per game um, against the Lakers. We got, we saw him got 12 points, eight boards, one and one. So, I mean, he does have potential. Um, 
and we would like this rookie to play. Uh, another rookie that uh, has been playing well recently, Jeremy Sohan. Watch him in the five games this week. Uh, he started, uh, gave you eight points, five boards, and three assists. Uh, he he looks he looks the part when you watch the games. And San Antonio plays a, a great brand of basketball where they share the ball, and he's someone that is good at sharing it. Life, death, taxes, and you talking about Jeremy Sohan every week. Coach, do you know what he's shooting from three-point percentage this year? Um, I'm, I'm going to go say no. <laughs> I don't know um, what he's shooting. It's it's lower than his roster percentage. It's 16.7. Like, it's I, probably I, the same as Herb Jones, okay? I, no, the guy that you love. I, I just want, like, what? I, I'm going to give you some pushback on this. Tell me why you love Sohan. 7.4 points per game, four rebounds, two assists. Not even a st- – I mean, 1.4 stocks. Like, wh- what do you love about him from he's a got fantasy potential. He's only a rookie, man. I don't know if this – this kid isn't even legal to drink alcohol, okay, buddy? Give him some time, and because he's starting, Pop believes in him. Uh, he's got the swag of a young Dennis Rodman, and he's out there, okay? It's coming. In the last week, uh, the Clippers, the 11 points, four boards, five dimes. Like, there's – there's some room for growth. Every, I'm not every, telling you to pick him up. I'm just telling you to watch him because he. Every every uh, every dud game he has, he'll be getting a text <laughs> from me. All right. Speaking of uh, dud games, if you were hoping that you were going to stream Gabe Vincent this week, <clears throat> Doc, and he didn't play against Washington, you were pretty disappointed. Um, but you know, injuries come and go. But he has he had at least two three pointers made in like the last ten games, so he's good for at least three-pointer streams, but um, he's been producing pretty well. And we saw him be a streamer last year, big time. Yeah, and the last one I just want to add on here is Shake Milton. So Tyrese Maxey, out three to four weeks, he hurt his left foot Friday against the Bucks, And so, I mean, in his first game starting with the Timberwolves, albeit they lost, but 27 points, 10 of 15 from the field. He dropped three threes, six rebounds, two assists in 38 minutes, which is a season high. Like, he he's going to be the second option if Embiid does sit out, he's probably going to be the primary scorer. So, you know, kind of this is all a little bit speculative right now because, you know, maybe uh, Melton steps up a little bit or maybe just Philly's offense in general takes a huge step back. But And that was the thought was DeAnthony Melton was going to take this uh, position by storm. But now with Maxie going down as well, it's really wide open for yeah, somebody I, you know, maybe, to step may, in there. Maybe Tobias Harris decides to step up and earn that contract. Yeah, or maybe Matisse Thybulle. Um, he's still going to produce you defensive stats. I mean, somebody like these are, again, we're doing watches right here. So, so we, you want to watch just the Philly roster in general outside of uh, Joel. You don't want to watch the games. You just want to watch the roster. <laughs> well, they did beat uh, Milwaukee. Like they are, it's crazy, but they are playing a little bit better um, as of late. Uh, our safe candidates include Santi Aldama, which is still playing a big role for the Grizzlies. Although Jaron Jackson Jr.'s return has been, Exciting um, for Memphis. Uh, Eric Gordon, I like him because he gets to the free throw line and he shoots a high percentage there. And, hey, who knows? Maybe a contender is going to get on the phone with Houston because that is just an awful place to be if I'm a veteran like Aaron Gordon. I would definitely want out of town. DeAndre Hunter, uh, he should be owned in points leagues, not necessarily categories, but he does give you points and gives you rebounds, but doesn't give those defensive stats that you – you beg for now. Thad Young does. 
And in his last game, he had 18 points, nine boards, four assists, and four swipes. So Thad Young, while the decimated Toronto Raptors, um, they need bodies, although they're not playing any games this week. He's somebody that you could um, consider going forward if those injuries keep up, especially Pascal Siakam. Um, Grant Williams has been a model of consistency all year long. You could do worse. I'm not necessarily telling you to pick up. And then Reggie Jackson, stat-wise, um, he's pretty chill. Uh, in the last week, he averaged 17 points, three rebounds, four assists, two, 2.5 three-pointers a game. Stop giving him compliments, please. He's an okay fantasy player. He's Is that an- a terrible concept? Like, I mean, I'm not going crazy here, but he's all right for fantasy. I mean, he's he's a ball hog, and when you watch him play, it's a visual eyesore. I think the guy might dribble more than anyone else that I've ever seen play basketball this year. Even your guy, Chris Paul, that you're begging to be on a bench point guard, that's yeah, uh, a dribbling machine, but he deserves to. Exactly. And, I mean, look, he plays traffic cone defense, so you got to maximize the dribbles oh, on offense. Man. He's battling an injury. Give the guy a break. I mean, he's, he's 37, though. Like, you don't expect him to be a spry defender. Uh, that part is true. He's still going to get you – Steals. Um, drop candidates. Uh, we were just talking about the backcourt of the Clippers, but John Wall, though he had 15 assists yesterday, um, I don't really know what to make of him because he misses back-to-backs. It seems like they play a lot of back-to-backs. So it's hard to have someone like that in your lineup. Doesn't shoot high percentages, especially this free throw percentage has been really porous this year, and he turns the ball over a lot. Karis Levert, uh, he had the 40-point night, but other than that um, – I'm not too much of a fan in 12-team uh, category formats. I think he's a drop. Io DeSumo is up and down gameplay. I think uh, Caruso and Drogic have been playing a little bit better in that Chicago backcourt, but I don't know what to do with any of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, like Wall is a turnover machine. He had six and 13 minutes the other night. Lavert, he's probably a better real-life player than fantasy. He just doesn't – there's not enough yeah. stats around to go in Cleveland. And Io is just – that's so frustrating because – He's a good player, but you know, you and I were talking about off air. Like, he's not he's not going to get you the points because DeRozan and Levine are there. He's not going to get you assists because a lot of times they're ice. They play ISO ball, so he's not going to be the ones to pass and play make for them. So, yeah, I, I just don't see any anything of Ross. I mean, he averaged three assists and for a point guard, even with Lonzo out. Like, how can you feel confident about that? Yeah, he was. It was. It seemed like he was like a little bit better last year, um, as he was fighting for that playing time. Now he's starting, so um, Ayo's a pass for us. Uh, weekend Saturday, Sunday, you got the Mavericks going back to back, so you can get two games in the weekend and then make your move. Dorian uh, Finney Smith is like an all-time streamer just to pick him up for a couple exactly. stats, especially in category. Hey, he's averaging thirty-three minutes a game. I think that's second most on the Mavs behind Luca or the third most behind him and Dinwiddie. Yeah. Um, Royce O'Neal comes to mind with people that are, that are similar, although O'Neal has been um, a better fantasy contributor this year. Or Anthony Smith the- shot 7-13 from three the other night. That's so unexpected. He's improved that. Uh, he used to get as much room as they give Isaac Okoro these days uh, to him once upon a time, but uh, he's made you pay, and he really worked on his game, so you have to tip your hat. To him, and he's just a great fit with Luca in the Mavs. Uh, Sunday streamers, people that go back to back on Sunday and Monday, 
Uh, you don't typically have nine teams going between the Hawks, Celtics, Nets, Mad, uh, Mavs, Cavs, Pacers, T-Wolves, Magic, 76ers, and Wizards. There are players there for you to get an extra game, possibly on a Monday and end out on Sunday. We talked about how important games played on Sundays is. If you get more games on Sunday, you got a good chance for your week. Yes, sir. And just just a really deep league streamer. You know, Tyrese Halberton rolled his ankle the other night, albeit he did play against the Magic, but, you know, maybe they keep him out on a back-to-back. So, TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell? I know he just TJ McConnell drop us? I know, I know he didn't, he hasn't been in the minutes. I mean, this is a really deep streamer, but he gets you steals. He's averaging 1.1, and he's only playing 16 minutes. Imagine if he got 30 minutes in a night. I mean, he was getting some triple doubles last year. Uh, Magic uh, decimated by injuries. Uh, you see, Bowl Bowl is actually, he's definitely warranted a spot. Like, he's, he's, he's a good player uh, right is he now. Pick for up fans. of the year right now? No. No way. Name me someone that's been a more valuable pickup. Um, you can't. I at the top of my head. Go uh, Hey, how about Chris Boucher? Mm. A lot of people didn't have him rostered. Um, I'm taking Bull Bull. Yeah, Kelly Olynyk, week one. A lot of people didn't have Kelly Olynyk. He's been better this year. There you all go, right. Kelly. All right. All right. Shout out one. White Kelly's Kelly. Um, at the end here. Um, we'll see you next week. I hope you liked it. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, and uh, we'll be back next week, Sunday morning, to prepare you for the following week. Uh, for Doc, I'm Coach. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Lately, I've been feeling things change. We've been working hard, no sleep, get it every day. And I swear that we ain't stopping till we pay. Yeah, the pressure on, gotta make it work, triple play. Yeah.